Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I'll tell you, before we started this show, the presence of God has been so strong, this will be as life-changing as any show that you have ever seen. It could not happen. It's outrageous that it happened. Married 17 years, a pastor and his wife, high-profile television ministries, uh, love each other. But the wife had an affair, a secret affair. And out of the tragedy, they have come up with supernatural keys to not just have a marriage, but have a marriage made in heaven. To not just have a family, but have a family made in heaven. Look, the Bible says that the believer is to provoke the Jew to jealousy. You will provoke everyone to jealousy when you have a marriage that God has put together and God has made supernatural. I am so excited about what you're ready to hear because I am angry. We are in an anything goes society and it's getting apparently worse by the second. I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed at the statistics uh, that Bob and Audrey Meisner have revealed to me. Tell me some of them, Bob. It's surprising. Where we used to live in a society of moral absolutes, those things are now being eroded away. Where for men over the age of 40, they will have had a sexual affair, about 50 to 65% of men. And for women, it's about 45 to 50% of women over the age of 40 will have had a sexual affair. It seems as though even oversexed in our society, over 25% of all searches on the internet have to do with sexually related searches. Pornography. Pornography like being that. that way. Also, uh, for husbands and wives, a husband does not know, 70% will not know if his wife is sexually involved in an affair or uh, they don't know about their sexual activity and about 50% uh, of women don't know what's going on between themselves with regards to an affair. No wonder marriages are troubled throughout the whole world. No wonder, this, this really is a strategy 
against you. But I'm going to tell you something. It's not an accident that you're watching. And God is about ready to move supernaturally in your life. Audrey, it should not have happened, it but it happened to you. Happened to uh, you loved your husband. Uh, you, 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 have, you have three children. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you're busy, busy, busy. And, and that's one of the keys. I You're love busy. my husband, I love my kids, and I love Jesus. And I had known Jesus since I was a little girl. We were in full-time ministry our entire lives. All we wanted to do was be world changers. And so when, when um, we're 17 years into our marriage, some guy, young guy starts coming to our church, and he just, just starts paying attention to me and flirting with me, and I thought, oh, we need to just get you a girlfriend. But something in my heart was feeling lack, and something just invited. I was 36. I had these three kids between 10, 12, and 15 years old, and part of me said, oh, it just feels good when he tells me I'm beautiful. Oh, that feels nice when he gives me a little attention, thinking that there's no way that I was even capable of ever doing anything inappropriate, never mind an affair. I didn't think that I was, that that could even happen because, so what happened was I said, I'm in control. This friendship can be no problem. I can go in the same car with him. I don't have to have the boundaries that other people have because I'm in control. So please note the spiritual pride here. You see, because pride does become before the fall. And I believe it opens the door for deception when you don't think you need God in a certain, certain situation. And so I gave into it. I just started being friends with this guy and we started having fun together. And what I didn't realize is that sin will take you further than you ever dreamed you could go. And the other thing is, is it's never satisfied. Uh, the inevitable occurred. Yes, it did. A little leaven leavened the whole lot. Yeah, the friendship was this. It was just a short trip between a friendship and a sexual affair. How, how long did it last? The, French, the sexual affair lasted three weeks. Okay. Bob, mm -hmm. when she confessed to you, it what was, happened to you? I found my bride of 17 years holding my feet and crying and confessing, you know, to the sin of adultery in my mind. What am I to do? Here I am, a spiritual leader in our community, a pastor, and in my mind, I had no answers. Immediately, I began to create a rescue plan for my life. Immediately in my mind, I was leaving. And for this purpose, for her to be exposed for what she did to me, immediately I took on a cloak or a garment of the victim. I'm the innocent one here, and I wanted to gather everyone around me, you know, to be able to show, you know, what she did to me. I, I, I left that room not knowing what to do, and I called a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, and he said, Bob, let's talk this evening, later this evening. He says, who knows? I said, nobody. He says, good, let's keep it that way. That's Even, not what you were thinking. No, I wanted everybody involved because I'm the innocent one here. And this isn't just a little mistake, you know, that, okay, we'll get over and through this. But that evening we talked on the telephone and he, he began to speak to me, the principle of covering. And I wanted to expose he says, but the Father's heart is to cover. Covering has two primary principles. Proverbs 25, 2, it says, it's God's glory to conceal a matter and for a king to discover its understanding. To cover is to protect and secondly, to promote healing. You see, when we come to God, he doesn't shame us. He doesn't expose us. Rather, he gathers us in and he loves us and covers us. But he doesn't leave us there. He says, I want to heal you. Mm -hmm. You see, I don't want your past to determine your future. He says, I want my love and grace to determine your future. So he begins to speak to me of the Father's heart. And he says, will you have that for your wife? Okay. It got worse. Shortly thereafter, Audrey finds out 
she is pregnant. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One new humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how one new humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. Many viewers report testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders, and healings as a result of watching It's Supernatural. I'm 14 years old. This morning, I watched It's Supernatural about angels and warmth poured on me. It made me cry. God healed me of stage four inoperable cancer. It is a real blessing to have It's Supernatural to watch each week. If you've been touched through watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at SidRoth.org forward slash praise. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know, this is real life. This, this is not fiction. This is not wearing a cloak and looking so good on the outside. These two people, Bob and Audrey Meisner, are being transparent with you to help you so that they will make a difference in your life. So Audrey finds out from a fair that she had she has a baby. The, the baby is biracial. There's no way to cover this up. She goes to Bob. Bob, what did you think? I wanted to escape. I wanted to get out. But the counsel that I got from my pastor was this. Because I wanted to, I to sleep on here. the couch that very first night. I wanted to go to a hotel. I wanted to leave. And he no. says, no, you're, you're going to get right, right back into your marriage bed tonight. You will not spend one night apart from each other because we will not participate with the spirit of divorce. That's hard. But you see, that's my father's heart. We resigned our positions from pastoring, from the television ministry, and we went to a place of safety to get help for our family. God supernaturally provided for us in ways of work, in the ways of home, because I didn't know if we would ever be happy again a day in our lives, but I knew that divorce was not the answer. But, but, but wait a second. You move from one country, Canada, yeah. to the United States. Yeah. Uh, you have no job. Uh, how much money did you have? No, not too much money. <laughs> yeah, you have, a, you have, a, you have a, a pregnant wife, three yes. children. Yes. I mean, you are really uh, like Abraham <laughs> going yeah. into a new well, land. You see, I was, I was willing to fight for my family. You see, when you, when you want to step in the supernatural, you need to embrace the truth of God. You see, God has a preferred future for my life, for my marriage, for my wife, and for my children, and divorce was not the answer. I needed the heart of God for uh, my wife. Now, what did you do 
with the child your wife is carrying, knowing the child is biracial, yeah. that must have been the a biggest tough question. Decision. The biggest question that I had was this, would I be able to love this baby as my own? I know what it's like to have a small child crawl up your leg and look into your eyes and say, Daddy. And I knew what my heart was, and it was, I'm not your daddy. There was a transformation that was required by me. I knew that our love for each other, you know, our natural love had waned. It wasn't sufficient to take us to where we needed to be. We needed God's supernatural love. He transformed my heart by me knowing how much he loved me. We went through months of difficulty, good days, bad days, and, uh, and it just, you know, some, went, some were better than others. Uh, Audrey, did you, did you consider an abortion? I guess not because you were raised as a Christian. You know, Sid, there's nothing I believe about abortion when you're that desperate. I was so desperate, Sid. I'd been a Jesus girl. I'm in ministry. Now my kids are going to be messed up. I'm going to be disqualified. I'm going to be known for the most stupid and selfish thing I've ever done. And I remember being exactly where I was in my kitchen when I made that phone call to the abortion clinic. And they said, you don't even have to come in. We'll just send you 10 pills in the mail. Oh, no. And just take one pill every week and your problem will be over. And I hung up the phone. I said, God, I know that's not the answer, but I can't live through this. I can't live through, through the, the whole idea. I'm so scared. And I went to my knees and I said, God, I won't have an abortion, but I'm begging you, if you love me, you will give me a miscarriage because I can't carry this. And I think back now and the reason I cry is because I'm so thankful that God did not answer that prayer because what I was really praying for was God for it to evacuate me out of my circumstances. But God in his love says, Audrey, I'm going to walk with you through Every well, moment. How in the world did you tell your three children? What were their ages about? Yeah, 15, what, what 13, happened? and 10 years old. We just had a family meeting. They we walked into our we despair. So I'm sure. They walked in seeing their parents sitting on the floor crying. I immediately got up and I pulled the large uh, queen size blanket from the bed. With Audrey seated on the floor, I took this blanket. This is what God does when we make a mistake. He comes to us, he covers us, and he wraps his arms around us and he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. With Audrey covered and held in my arms, I looked into their eyes and said, I love your mom. She's so precious to us, I'm not going anywhere. We're a family, we belong with each other. And I just poked as much security to them as I could. And with her covered and held in my arms, I said, kids, you're going to have a baby brother. Immediately, my older two began to cry. But my daughter, 13, she smiles as big as anything. She looks at me and she says, Daddy, we're having a baby. <laughs> she sees my pain and cries. But she can't contain her excitement. Daddy, we're having a baby. I knew that we were going to be OK. And again, good months bad months. But it was several months later that we found ourselves in a hospital. It was time for this little boy to be born. Now, what did you name this little boy, Robert? What did yeah. you name him? <laughs> I gave him my name, Robert. His middle name is Theodore, and Theodore means divine gift. Is, because is he a gift? He's not an accident. He's not a mistake. He's not the result of a sexual affair. 
He's born out of the heart of God, just as my other three children, and entrusted into me. He is the greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. How about you, Audrey? What, what, tell me about your, your son, Robert. Oh, he just brings so much joy to our home, and I think back and all of the lies the enemy told me about our kids being messed up and that we would never laugh again or dream again. All of those are because of the, just the power of what Jesus really can do. Our kids all love God. Our little Robert is now 11 years old, and he's such a piece of work. He keeps us all <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I, the, I struggled with would I be able to love this baby as my own? That was my biggest one. And my pastor knew that. And I questioned him many times. And one day he came to me because I had other people yeah. bringing confusing, you know, points of view. Bob, you can't love this baby. You're doing so good. Give this baby up for adoption. All of these types of things. And one day I was with him and I said, I what do what I do? do? Bob. And he says, Bob, there's a baby, there's on, a your baby on your doorstep. What do you what do? do, you do? I mean, will you participate with this fatherless generation, generation or will you become a father to the fatherless? To the, fatherless? I mean, the rest, the rest is, up is up to you. I mean, it's time, time to, grow to grow up. Hold that thought. But this is what I have observed. I am overwhelmed. I am blown out of the water of the love I see between these two. I mean, it's not faint. Of the transparency I see between these two. It's about time for there to be transparency and transparency and reality. When we come back, I'm going to ask them to give you some keys as to why they have this and why you're going to have this. Don't go away. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Bob and Audrey Meisner, through their own painful experience, discovered the essential keys from God to heal and restore even the most damaged relationship. Your marriage can become all that God intended it to be. Call right now to get Bob and Audrey Meisner's book and three DVD teaching series, Supernatural Marriage. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9164. Through this book and DVD teaching series, you will make a broken marriage great and a good marriage amazing. Reignite fire and intimacy in your marriage. Understand the supernatural power of forgiveness. Learn dynamic keys to become irresistible to one another. Learn how to bring joy and fun back into your relationship. There is so much hope for one person to completely change the atmosphere in your home and to bring in the power of the Holy Spirit to supernaturally change your marriage. You will provoke everyone to jealousy when you have a marriage that God has put together and God has made supernatural. Don't miss out on getting Bob and Audrey Meisner's book and three DVD teaching series, Supernatural Marriage. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9164. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9164 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to it's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with the Meisners. And uh, I'm, I'm really, I don't know about you audience, new audience, I am blown away with our God yes. and what he has done. But you know, we're human. And there is a forgiveness that has to occur. How in the world did you two, <laughs> First forgive and then love, because without the forgiveness, mm -hmm. there can't be the transparent love that you have. 
I wish I could say it was overnight and it was just a prayer, but there was so much wounding and hurt that goes on. And so I want to bring hope to people. Yes. You know, that God has you on a journey to wholeness mm -hmm. and to know his love, then you are able to express his love. And Jesus just so much wants us to be, as Bob said, whole and free. And for me, um, every day was repentance. I would repent in layers, you know, and I wanted to hate what I had done. And that was a process of, of years. A couple years though, after Robert was born, um, I had a supernatural experience. I was, I was at my parents' home and there was a couple there. And after dinner, I asked them to pray for me. And they said, sure, we'll pray for you. And when they did, they said, we sense that you have acute grief. And that's just not a sadness, Audrey, because you're not a sad person. But this is something, you have experienced a death or a loss, and as a result, grief has been locked into you. Would you like us to pray for you? And I said, yes, I don't, I don't want to live with that. And they said, do you know what in the world happened that you have this? And so I told them the story of how I had committed adultery and I had this baby, and I had never really grieved because I was so trying so hard to be perfect and strong. And they said, tonight's your night. And I, as they um, laid hands on me, they said, do you believe that you deserve to forgive yourself? And I said, no. And they said, because, because Jesus lives in you, you don't get what you deserve, you get what he deserves. And I thought, wow. And I thought, and what happened is they prayed, I tapped into that grief, and it was like prison doors were opened. And I finally walked free out of that prison of grief, and I let myself cry and weep. For the, for the first and one of the last times because what happened after that is I, my eyes were closed. I saw myself, a vision of myself clothed in the most beautiful, white, glistening, pure robe of righteousness. And Jesus said, will you see yourself the way I see you? And I said, yes. And when I did, I received that robe. That cloak of shame that I'd been wearing was off in a minute, and my robe was slippery. And you say, what difference does it make? Up to that point, I could feel people as if they had Sharpie markers, writing X's on me. But because my robe was slippery, I was free. And, and one of the keys is, it seems like almost every day, you were praying to God, soften my heart. Yes. What an important prayer to pray. I believe that humility is so important to just say, God, no, I surrender my entire life, my healing, and especially surrender my husband because I felt responsible to fix him or make him better or somehow make up for what I had done wrong. But Jesus healed us in a much different way. So, Bob, you were a victim. Yeah. How did you become satisfied from being a victim? <laughs> Sid, you are so right. I was the victim. Yeah. And that night when Audrey walked free, mm -hmm. the couple then looked at me and said, Bob, could we pray for you? I said, sure. sure. And they said, mm, we sense that you have some issues of unforgiveness. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you think so? And they said to me, they said, you're not ready to receive, no, are you? No. I said, no, I'm because not. Because it's not fair. Because it's not fair. How come she How gets come? happy? She's the one that has the, the affair. That has to keep the and I'm the one that has kept our family together. How come she gets to experience breakthrough? How come she gets to experience the supernatural? How come she gets to go free? And I have to carry the burden and the weight of this. No, I wasn't ready. The next day it troubled me that I would be in such a place that I would not be able to receive from God. The next evening I said, would you pray with me? You see, anyone can do this. You don't need somebody necessarily. But you see, God began a work in my heart two years prior of loving me. And that night, he asked me, he says, Bob, will you allow my love to be perfected in you, to run its full course? 
in prayer, I visited an image in my mind because in my mind, I mean, it was full of, of imaginations. I call them vain imaginations of exactly what took place, how many events she it, was a part of. It became a stronghold. You, you could not. Yes. It was tormenting, and it would send me into a depression. It would put me on a spin of anger and rage. But after two years, I'd learn to control it, and that will kill you. It'll cause your body to become sick. But that night, as I stood there and I forgave and I forgave, I wept and cried. And then the Lord said, will you allow my love to be perfect? He showed me the image that I had created in my mind of the moment she became pregnant. I didn't visit that one too often. But in that moment, I stepped into that image and I gathered her back to myself. And I wrapped her in my arms and I opened my eyes and I, I fell in her embrace and it was over. You know, you two have developed such keys to help uh, to help people. Uh, I wish we had the time to go over each one of the keys. But tell me one couple that comes to mind, Audrey, that you have helped that makes it all worthwhile. Well, one couple came to um, to one of our conferences, and they got all the keys, and they implemented. They became face to face again. They became knowing that they could be irresistible to each other again. And afterwards, I said. They said, we were separated for eight months. We were signing our divorce papers next week, and we came here, and we are going to go home and tell our three little kids that our marriage is saved and that we're going to stay together. And I said, how in the world did you come to a marriage conference together? How, what led you to come here? And she said, well, I was listening to the Christian radio station, and I called in, and I won free tickets. And I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't want, I couldn't go, I couldn't resist <laughs> something free. Now, now, that's called a Holy Ghost setup. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Seen in my life. But I feel like the Spirit of God has told me to warn you right now. Stop. That imagination Jesus taught is as bad as committing the sin. Cut it out. Say out loud every time you're tempted by that thought, blessed are the pure in heart. Now, little leaven will leaven the whole loaf. Mm -hmm. You cannot use that vain imagination anymore. God's telling me to tell you, stop it in Jesus' name. Bob and Audrey Meisner, through their own painful experience, discovered the essential keys from God to heal and restore even the most damaged relationship. Your marriage can become all that God intended it to be. Call right now to get Bob and Audrey Meisner's book and three DVD teaching series, Supernatural Marriage. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9164. Through this book and DVD teaching series, you will make a broken marriage great and a good marriage amazing. Reignite fire and intimacy in your marriage. Understand the supernatural power of forgiveness. Learn dynamic keys to become irresistible to one another. Learn how to bring joy and fun back into your relationship. There is so much hope for one person to completely change the atmosphere in your home and to bring in the power of the Holy Spirit to supernaturally change your marriage. You will provoke everyone to jealousy when you have a marriage that God has put together and God has made supernatural. 
Don't miss out on getting Bob and Audrey Meisner's book and three DVD teaching series, Supernatural Marriage. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9164. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9164 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. There have been two times in my life where I experienced such an awesome presence of supernatural peace. I can walk in this same peace, the same favor, the same presence, the same feeling 24-7. And my guest is going to teach you how to do this.